Hello, I'm Lydia. And I'm Chris. Welcome to Coffee Rise and Questions. This podcast features stories from the people we got to know while traveling. Because everyone has a story to tell. All right, yeah. Hello and uh, welcome to our newest episode of Coffee Rise and Questions. I'm Chris. Hello, and I'm Lydia. Hello, Lydia. Hello, Chris. <laughs> and hello to all the listeners out there. Yeah, well, it has been a turbulent time, I'd say. Things have happened. And in this case, probably everyone has realized that something happened. Uh, a little thing called Corona. Unfortunately, I have to say, we're back at home in Berlin, in Germany. Right now, as probably everyone who was traveling... Uh, back in spring. Yeah, nevertheless, we thought we're going to continue with our um, little travel and interview podcast because there are still some episodes left and some um, yeah, very nice interviews uh, are probably coming up. Am I right, Lydia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very excited to share the newest episode with you. Um, so... Right now we're in Germany, but um, this episode takes place in Mexico. We spent quite a lot of time in Mexico, um, traveled around a bit. And this episode that you will hear, um, we recorded in Chiapas, in San Cristobal de las Casas, which is a nice town. It's not too big, I would say. It has um, quite... A big population of indigenous people and um, yeah like quite a interesting history um, still villages that are populated by indigenous um, folks and this is basically also what we want to discover a little bit more and we found this very small NGO which is working very closely with the indigenous people in Chiapas. And um, we visited them and they uh, do cooking classes together with tourists or yeah, people that live in Chiapas or they do story times telling tales or... Fa fairy tales, like, like stories yeah. of, of their ancestries and their gods and... Exactly. Like the belief system they have. Yeah. Exactly. Mostly in Spanish, but they also offer it in English, which was kind of nice. And because our Spanish, Spanish is even worse than our English, so we were like very happy <laughs> that it was offered in English. It was super interesting. We learned a lot. And so we asked Laura if she would be able to yeah, give an interview with us on the podcast and she had some time and we talked to her and yeah, she told us basically everything you need to know about Chiapas and yeah. the ind indigenous culture. Yeah, and they have like a really nice thing going there, um, which is that you basically can go there and like you said, you can do like cooking classes and we uh, did that as well. Um, so we le kind of learned how to uh, do traditional, like, uh, what, what would you, like tortillas, basically, tortillas, right? Like yeah. uh, traditional corn tortillas and how to do, like, additional salsa and how, like, how you put it on, like, in or on the oven and 
kind of like all these little things people in these uh, like indigenous communities still use and kind of used for like the last hundreds of years because um, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have heard about the Maya people and it's as I understood it it's not correct to say that these people who still live there in like the smaller communities are Mayas but like the Mayan people and the Mayan culture is their ancestry I think like the Mayan empire like collapsed like 400 years ago or something don't quote me on that Basically, the people who live there now, like central, central, southern Mexico, they're kind of like the people who came after. So that kind of means that you still have like a lot of like traditional beliefs that people had like uh, 400 to, I don't know, a thousand years ago. And you still can like see it there. And that's probably one of the things uh, we are going to talk about in the podcast because I can't really remember because <laughs> some time has passed. But I do remember something about red corn, like people putting red corn above the door frame because that's a sign, I think, for fertility. Hmm. Um, I remember that they are slaughtering chickens in their yeah. church like sacrificing them sacrificing yeah. um and they drink a lot of coca-cola yeah. I'm, i'm pretty sure that's what we're going to talk about because <laughs> uh, like in this case in this area and especially in this area in mexico i mean coca-cola is apparently very like famous and people really love it in mexico but people in these native communities or in these indigenous communities love it even more for some reason and um, yeah that's one of like the really interesting i wouldn't say even funny because it's kind of sad as well and not, a, lot, a lot of people yeah. have like are fighting with diabetes and uh, uh, bad teeth and yeah with, with like a very sugary way of life so to say and all the problems that come from that but still it's uh, it was very interesting to learn that yeah. Think, yeah and um Yeah, I don't know, like whenever people uh, will be like able again to travel and can go to Mexico, which will probably not be this year, but maybe next year, and you're in San Cristobal, um, go ahead, uh, go there. It's called uh, Steps. It's an NGO in San Cristobal de las Casas. And what they basically do with that money they earn from these cooking classes we took is uh, supporting the local communities with medicinal visits like doctor visits uh, with like school work there they built like a very nice school there in the last years from that kind of money and they have like a lot of projects going on actually yeah so right now i'm just looking at the facebook page so right now they're closed um due to corona um but what they do have going on now at the moment are some projects they um foster like digital And you can, they, for example, have a GoFundMe page and they putting together an indigenous storybook. So they are um, collecting all these stories from also older people and translating them into Spanish and um, English. And yeah, so these stories are preserved and yeah, can be told to a greater community. So this is what they're working on right now. You can check them on, like out on Facebook, online, and if you we're gonna we're going to put it in the show notes. Are we going in to the put it in the show, show notes, notes? I guess. And um, yeah, check them out, and it's very interesting what they do. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, um, here is our podcast from or our interview um, with Laura from Steps in um, in Mexico. 
And uh, yeah, I guess now that we're back in Germany, there are still some episodes that's, that are going to follow. And yeah, guys, stay tuned. Thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, yeah. Have fun with the episode. Have fun. Bye bye. Bye. tuning in today. We're sitting here outside in the sunshine in San Cristobal de las Casas with Laura and hi everybody. <laughs> and she works for an organization called Steps here in San Cristobal and we met her in a um, cooking class actually and she was so kind to share her knowledge about cooking Mexican food and traditional food with us and yeah she's here and talks with us a little bit more about the culture and steps mm -hmm. yes yeah so <clears throat> thank you uh, i am laura and uh, i belong to a, a, an organization the name of this organization is steps in san cristobal so we make here a cooking class But every day we have different activities. So the first one is the, the tortillas lessons, how to prepare tortillas. Since um, cooking corn, grind the corn, and then make it tortillas. So after that, we have a story time that consists how to, well, that consists that you learn the, the stories, the legends, a little bit of the tradition and culture from the communities that we work. Mm -hmm. So after that, we also have another cooking workshop that consists about the tamales, the traditional tamales. Here in Mexico, we have a lot of kinds of tamales, but in San Cristobal, we made the tamales by the traditional way, using the aromatic uh, herbs instead of meat, for example, because we, uh, well, mostly of the people who, who are from communities, they don't eat a lot of meat. They prefer to eat uh, herbs. Uh, vegetables and this is because we have an special believing we believe that <clears throat> that all of us we have an animal protector that's why we we can eat a lot of animal every day but um, we have an special animal here that is um, that is more common from here in San Cristobal and especially from the communities uh, for example in Chamula they eat a lot of chicken The chicken is special because we believe that the chicken is not an animal for us. We believe that the chicken doesn't have any soul and any spirit. That's why we can sacrifice and that's why we can eat that. Mm -hmm. So in steps we, we explain and we talk about all the, all the traditional things, a little bit of the religions and, and culture. So this is the part of, the, of our culture. Okay, so in, in Steps is an organization, a non-profit organization. We, what we do here is to record the legends, the stories from the communities, especially by the children, uh, that they grow all this information and we make it into storybooks. So with the books, we teach children how to read, how to write in the communities, and we also um, some educational resource. Nowadays, we are working in two different projects, uh, also in two different communities. The first one is in Sahala, and the other one is in Chenalo. So both of them speak Tzotzil. This is their first language. And the second language is Spanish. Mm -hmm. 
So um, they don't have a lot of the opportunities to, to study. Mm -hmm. In the communities, in the small communities, they just have the, the basic education, like the primary school. And if they have secondary school, they have to work for um, three hours, more or less, in order to have the opportunity to, to study. Mm -hmm. And that's why in San Cristobal we have a lot of culture. That's why you can see many people, many people that come from the communities around here. Um, because they want to study, they want to continue study here. So in San Cristobal we have universities, we have uh, high schools. So that's why you can enjoy this part of our culture. Mm -hmm. So in a steps, it's an opportunity that you yeah, that you can uh, learn about our culture because we have a lot of information and we work in the communities and we also are uh, people that comes from the communities. In my, um, for example, in in my case, I born in a special community that the name is um, Bacheken, which is uh, two hours from San Cristobal. Uh, one hour and a half from Chamula. So I speak Tzotzil and um, Spanish and I learn English, well, a little bit, <laughs> but I'm here to practice. <laughs> yes, um, and I have my parents that are uh, from Chamula too. I, I born in Chamula, sometimes I visit my parents, especially these days because it's the time that, the, that you can um, go to you, with your family to share your, your life, your, your one year here in San Cristobal, to share your experience here in San Cristobal with your family. Yes. <laughs> and what kind of uh, communities are these um, where you work? Is it like uh, just small rural communities where people like, what do the people uh, there, what do they do, mm. what do they live from? Yes, well, in my community, especially in, in Bashaken, they don't have uh, the opportunity to study or to have the, the education like high school or universities. They usually um, have to make the, the, the traditional things, and the traditional things is like to grow uh, the, the plants to, to the farm or animals from the farm. Um, is more common to see uh, in every houses a lot of chicken because they they grow they, they grow up a lot of chicken because it's easily to grow up mm -hmm. so usually the woman have to be in the house the children have to if it's a girl they they have to know how to prepare tortillas how to prepare food how to make housework every day if they have if they have boys they have to be with with their fathers so the fa their fathers goes to the farm to work hardly to care the plants to care the corn you know the corn from here is very very special the corn is an important thing for us because you have to eat a lot of tortillas every day so they need to care the corn for six months once a year okay so after they have the corn they have to take out the seeds uh -huh, and they have to dry it and then they have to rest the corn for one year mm -hmm. so all these uh, things has a special uh, process right and every day they have to 
to work with the corn, to, to manipulate the corn every day. So the people in the communities um, usually goes to the farm every day and the, the woman usually have to be in the house doing everything of the house. Mm -hmm. But in the weekends is a special uh, day for them. For example, on Sunday, they have the opportunity to, to go out, to be in, in San Cristobal, for example, or to be in, in Chamula, which is the central part of every community that we have. So they, they, go, they usually go to Chamula in order to be, uh, or to participate in, in the church, in the religions, the Catholicism. Mm -hmm. So every Sunday, uh, they have to go up, to, sorry, to, to go to the church and they have the opportunity to, to buy something that they need to the house mm -hmm. just on Sunday. And this is for every week. <laughs> mm -hmm. and um, can you tell us a little bit more about the importance of corn? Why is it so important? To uh, yes, the corn is very, very important because well, after um, we need the corn to, to make the tortillas, we need to, to eat corn every day, not just for the tortillas. We make, uh, we make tortillas, we make tamales, we make uh, atoles, we make um, everything with corn. So the base of every food is with corn. That's why it's very important for us. And also, um, we have an special uh, believings for the corn. We need to care the corn because the corn for us is important. We don't. Uh, if we uh, throw one corn, it means that you are throwing one one life, mm -hmm. because the corn for us uh, is for every day. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, we have an, a special uh, story by the corn. We believe that all of us, we made by the corn too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is a special story for, for the Maya times. You know, uh, the, um, uh, this story is uh, how, how the human life exists. And this was made by the corn before, by the gods before. Mm -hmm. So that's why the, the corn for us is very, very important. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And if you, um, when you go around here, you sometimes, or you see a lot of like women who like sell like uh, jackets and oh, like, scarves yes. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Are they also from the other communities? Mm, yes. You know, here in Chiapas we have a lot of communities and every community has a special uh, dress. But in Chamula, we use the nagua and the, the huipil. The nagua was, uh, is made by the wood. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a lot of sheep in every communities. They care the sheep because they use the, the, the worm uh, in order to make the, the nagua for the woman and the, the huipil also. But... Um, for the men, they use um, a special thing, and the name of this is chuch. The chuch is like a jacket, um, so it's made by the wood of sheep too. Mm -hmm. So you have like villages who um, mainly consist of farmers, who like yes. are farming corn and vegetables, and, but you also have like other communities where there's more uh, animal husbandry and more um, like more goats and maybe even cows, and they're going mm -hmm. to sell the products in the city. Mm. Then afterwards, or is it mixed? It's mixed, yes, because um, 
all the families in the communities uh, participate in everything that they do. For example, um, if they don't have their dress, they can do that. So every family has sheep, every family has chicken, and every family have, has, uh, have to grow uh, every plants, every things that they need to, to use it to eat that. Mm -hmm. So they can do all the things at the same uh, moment for every family that we have. Okay. And is it, uh, uh, would it be okay to say that um, the people who live here, the, uh, like the nat native people, the local people, are uh, in, some, like in some way related to the, the Mayans from, from like all these years ago? Mm -hmm. is, it, is, it, is it like uh, the Mayan people, are they the ancestors from the people around here? Yes. We have uh, the people who, who are here in San Cristobal, has the roots of the Maya times. This is because, um, uh, for example, the, the Mayas exist uh, in the west, in the, yes. And in Yucatan. Uh, yes, they, they started to the south. And for example, in Chiapas, we have the, the pyramids of Palenque. In Palenque, it started all the people uh, that are from Mayas. Mm -hmm. So, in Palenque, it started the, the community that is Ocosingo, Chilon, Oshchuk. So all these parts speak Central. Mm -hmm. So the first language uh, from the Mayas, well, after Mayas, is Central and, and Chol, mm -hmm, because it was the part of the West, right? Here, uh, here are, are the pyramids, and then uh, Ocosingo, um, Palenque, Oshchuk, and they speak Central. Mm -hmm. and, and some of them chol. Mm -hmm. So then we uh, all uh, well we spread to the to the north. Mm -hmm. So that's how exists the Tzotziles. Mm -hmm. That's that's the language that we speak. So but the Tzotzil and the Tzental has some um, some words that uh, are uh, similar. Mm. Mm -hmm. For example, we say uh, for mother we say me. Mm -hmm. But in Central, they say mom. Mm -hmm. So they have similar things that, that you can listen about that because we, we have the, the roots of the Mayas. Mm -hmm. So this, uh, this is for the language, but the, um, the same for the tradition. Mm -hmm. I, uh, well, in my, in my case, in the Tzotziles, we have the roots of the Mayas because we um, sacrifice uh, um, an animal. In this case, we sacrifice a chicken. Mm -hmm. So in the Maya times, we sacrifice a human life. Nowadays, we sacrifice a chicken, but we need to pray a lot because before we sacrifice a human life. But this is a part of the, of the Maya times. So if you visit the church, you also see uh, all the things that has a special uh, meaning. Mm -hmm. For example, we venerate the, the, uh, the Jesus Christ for us, uh, but, for, but in the Maya times we venerate the sun. So these are uh, some similar things because in the Maya times they venerate the sun. They believe that if they don't have sun, they don't have anything. And the same for us, we venerate the, the Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the way. <laughs>
Yes. Okay, and um, just a few um, the projects you have in in the communities. What is it like? What what is it? Uh, what's like the goal in the end? Because uh, mm. we we saw a video here mm -hmm. that you also have a school there yeah. for for the young children to like basically learn, so they also have the same opportunities yeah. as people in the city. Yes. No, we just uh, work in the communities. Mm -hmm. So the purpose, well, the objective in the steps is to preserve, to preserve the language, mm -hmm. to preserve the tradition. Okay, so, you know, many people uh, come to the city because they want to continue study. But uh, some of them, they lose this part. They lose the their language, they forget the tradition, they forget their the community too because you can see that many younger people uh, don't doesn't like to go back to the home again because they believe that mm, that it's another it's another life. If you go to the communities it's another life. Right? So they prefer to come to stay here in the city. But in the steps, we, we do all these things in order to preserve the language. So um, we have stories also written by the children in Tzotzil. So this is the objective, to write your, your own language. Don't forget that. So that's why we, we do all these things in order to preserve that, to preserve the language, to preserve the tradition. So for us, it's is an important thing. Mm -hmm. So that really is a problem that you have like uh, people from the communities coming here and forgetting mm -hmm. all yeah. their ancestral traditions and yes. uh, stuff. Yes. All the things like you did mm -hmm. and, and your family does basically for, exactly. for, for hundreds of years. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, many people that are uh, here in San Cristobal forget that part. That's why I'm, I'm here because I, I like I, to share my, my tradition. I like to share my, my experience in, in my community. So that's why I'm here because I, uh, I learned that they, they um, like to preserve the language, for example. And for the people to come here is important, that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, is there something you kind of... Um, Well, if you had the opportunity, uh, opportunity to tell like the tourists to come here, something which you basically do, like oh, I guess. <laughs> but, but what is it? What you want to to tell them? Well, um, I think that uh, the main important thing uh, that you need to know for in the in the steps is is the the, the traditions, the, the the food too. So. Um, the tortillas here in San Cristobal is more common to buy by the tortillerias, but it's, but it's another thing if you, if you make by yourself, right? Um, you, you can learn uh, about everything uh, of, the, of the corn since, since cook the corn, grind the corn, make it tortillas or tamales or everything. So I think uh, you need to come because um, you can learn about the food and at the same time you can learn about the stories, a little bit of their tradition. So um, in, the, in the cooking workshop you can learn, well, more about the, the The, the, the cocina, the, the food, right? But we have the story time, the story time where you can learn more about the, the stories and the project that we, that we make here. 
Mm -hmm. So we have a special person to talk about that. Mm -hmm. So in my case, uh, I'm just specialized by, mm -hmm. by the food, right? But I, I also explain a little bit of my tradition, a little bit of the, uh, the women that, uh, that are in the community. So uh, it's curious to see one a woman here in, in San Cristobal that they don't have hair, for example, in their hands because they make a lot of tortillas every day and the fire has to be um, burning a lot. So that's why they don't have hair in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that, I mean, because I think that a lot of people from, they're not from Mexico, but maybe from Europe or from, mm -hmm. from the US are rather interested or really interested in like the native culture mm -hmm. uh, around here. But do, what do you think about uh, like Mexicans, mm. not like non-native Mexicans, are yes. they also interested in yeah. like their? Yes, it's curious to see that uh, we have uh, people from Mexico, for example, or also we we have people that are Mexicans, but they are living in United States, for example, but they don't know about their tradition. Mm. Uh, and I listen about one person or people who comes from the Ciudad de Mexico, Uh, that comes here because that Mexico City. Mexico. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they they don't know about their tradition. I think uh, La Ciudad de Mexico is bigger now. Is the biggest um, city from here in Mexico that they don't know their tradition. They don't know, uh, for example, the uh, things that we do or things that we uh, use for the food. For example, the molcajete. Some of them, they don't know the molcajete. Some of them, they don't know the comal, which is a big part where we can put the tortillas in order to cook the tortillas. And they don't know. So they, they usually come here also to, to know this part. We don't have a lot of Mexican people. We have more um, um, foreign people especially from Germany, <laughs> from German, sorry. Yes, we have a lot of people, a lot of German people here. But uh, they, they learn about that, so they are, they uh, usually enjoy this part, the food, the stories, the tradition. So they like it, I yeah. think. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think that's kind of the thing when you like from, I mean, Germany has also a lot of traditions, I think, but mm -hmm. when you live like in the big cities, for example, as we do, we live like in the capital yeah. city in Berlin, uh, you kind of lose that as well. You lose like your background, your like the family traditions, the history, exactly. it's kind of gone. Lose, yeah. And so it's really interesting to come here and like to learn mm -hmm. something just in general about the culture of some foreign exactly. place. Exactly. That's the, that's the main idea that we have here to share, to share our experience with with the people who are interested. So we don't have problems with uh, every people that comes here. It doesn't matter if we just have one or two. Sometimes we have 10 or 20, but sometimes nothing. <laughs> yes, but it's great. So I think it's the best place that you need to know fiercely when you come here in Chiapas and especially in San Cristobal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think like apart from because like, we have a lot of tourists in, in the ruins like in Palenque or in Yucatan there's like a lot of uh, um, ancient Maya ruins but um, a lot of stuff is not like really explained 
Yeah. Uh, when you're in a museum there, sometimes like the, play, um, the, the signs under yes. there in Spanish, <laughs> and uh, which is good when you want to learn Spanish. But if you don't speak any Spanish, <laughs> then it's kind of hard. And uh, yes, so it's kind of it's really nice to have like this place and yeah. also the story time. Um, yes, I think we, we stayed longer than we should at the story time, but uh, <laughs> we learned a lot. A lot of information, yes. Yeah. But I think the information is basic information that you learn because we have more information about that. So uh, with information, you can also compare compare the facts. For example, in 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 Chamula, if you listen firstly the information before, you can compare the things that you learn in the in the story time. So you can you can see everything that you learned before. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, maybe one last thing because, mm -hmm. because the last time or when when we talked when we uh, made the tortillas here, <laughs> yes. you told us about like this conflict there was between the people in the, in the communities mm -hmm. and uh, the Mexican government yeah. and, and the church. So yeah. maybe can you tell us a bit more about that? Well, yes, of course. Um, well, especially in my community, especially in in Chamula. So in the eighties and in the nineties. Uh, was a conflict about the religions. Mm -hmm. um, the government and also the, the, the president of, the, of, of Chamula, they like that all the people that are living in Chamula needs to be Catholic. So if you don't, uh, if you don't like to be Catholic, you need to go out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly why, but before... Uh, They believe that the Catholicism was the first um, religion for every world. That's why they, they like it to be Catholicism for every people in Chamula. Well, in my case, um, I have to, to come here in San Cristobal because uh, my parents uh, didn't like to see more conflicts about that. Mm -hmm. And But many people, or the Tzotziles that are living here in San Cristobal, Uh, was uh, was before living in Chamula, but they they have to move because the religions. Mm -hmm. So uh, the big conflict I don't know exactly what in what year happened, but uh, the the conflict was that they they don't like it to be Catholic. They like it to to uh, to have another religions. Uh -huh. And the only things that the only thing that uh, divides San Cristobal to Chamula here is in the north, and you can see the mountains in the middle. So if you pass the mountains, you are in Chamula. Mm -hmm. So in that time, they they have to to move and they have to run away from Chamula, and they have to be uh, they have to pass to to. They have to pass the, the mountains and they have to settle down in, in the north part of San Cristobal. That's, that's, uh, in the north part of San Cristobal, you can see many people from Chamula, many Tzotziles living there. And it's curious to, to see uh, that many people are living in that part and also you, you can see many churches in that part too. So in the north of Chamula, in the north of San Cristobal, you can see so a lot of tzotziles and also a lot of church, because they wanted to 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 belong for for another for another religions. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay. See. Okay. So, but the church in Chamula, for example, it's. Um, 
there you have like it, it's a Christian church, but you have like uh, animistic and like other religious traditions inside exactly. the church, right? So it's like a mixture. Is is combined? Is uh, yes, is like a com combination, like the Maya roots and the and the Catholicism. Mm -hmm. So uh, I know that uh, from the Vatican. The Church of Chamula is not as Catholicism as well. Mm -hmm. It's not, not accepted as ca uh, exactly. Catholic Church. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and this is because we make um, we make we make rituals, we make ceremonies, and we also sacrifice uh, an animal. That's why for for the Vatican is not a Catholicism exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we also uh, found out what our um, Mayan calendar um, ah, yes. zodiac signs. <laughs> I forgot what, my, what mine was. Lizard. Mm. But yeah, you are a peacock. I was a peacock and you are a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's curious, yeah. But in the in the Maya times, um, well, in the Maya calendar, we we have thirteen animals. So that these are the 13 animal protectors for every people that that lives here. Mm -hmm. They believe that all of us, we have an animal protector. And nowadays, the animal protector lives in the in a holy mountains mm -hmm. that is protected by a serpent. The so this is the serpiente emplumada, which is the kukulcan in Yucatan. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's like the main the main god of Mayan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So. The, well, before we didn't have doctors, we just had uh, chamanes. So the chamanes are the an especially person that knows how to talk with God, that knows how to cure every disease that you have, for example. And um, the chamanes have to have an special uh, animal protector, and this is this was the jaguar. Mm -hmm. That's why we venerate the jaguar in Chamula too. So if you uh, go to Chamula in 24th of June, you are going to see that many people are wearing uh, the the leader of the jaguar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is because we venerate the jaguar. So the chamanes has an, an special animal protector that is the jaguar. Mm -hmm. So. That's why we we venerate and 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 the jaguar and also that's why you can find the the animal protectors in the in the Maya calendar. But it's curious to see that the the chicken is not in the Maya calendar. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's why we we believe that the chicken doesn't doesn't has any doesn't have any soul and any spirit. Mm. Uh -huh. That's why we can sacrifice and that's why we can eat that. Yeah. Came with the Spanish people, so it's not from here, right? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, it's curious to see that the chicken um, is not the part of their animal. So, in San Cristobal, we, if you go to to a vegetarian restaurant, if you go, if you ask for a salad, you can see your salad with a little bit of chicken, <laughs> because for us, it's not an animal. It's like a hare. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's no meat. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. here also in the steps we prepare the tamales too with with chicken because for us it's not a, an animal so we explain that part for for the people who comes here so they they are they usually are um, rare or strange for them because but they they it has also a, a, 
a sense, yes, right? Yes, yes, because yes. the the meat of the chicken is is doesn't has a lot of blood for like another meat. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe mm -hmm. now finally lastly, uh, no, no, we, we uh, something we didn't know and we've never heard of is the special role of Coca Cola. Ah yes. Yeah. Um, that was very interesting. We, we know, but maybe, maybe you can explain uh, a bit more about like why is yes, uh, why is Coca-Cola why is it why is it maybe even a problem because you talked about uh, talking yes. about this as well. Well, nowadays it's a big problem because the Coca-Cola in the communities plays an important thing. Um, the Coca-Cola was uh, firstly in the communities because they didn't know what's or how the Coca-Cola was made. Mm -hmm. So in my community, they drink a lot of Coca-Cola every day. So you can see since children or since babies that they are drinking Coca-Cola. And this is because um, we, so you can find, for example, one Coca-Cola easier than the water. Mm -hmm. So, and also is the part of the religions or the part of the culture. Because when you are, uh, where, when you enter to the church of the Chamula, you are going to see a, a, a spiritual thing, a ceremony. So the ceremony was always guided by the chaman. So when you are asking for something special to the God, you, are, you need to, to give something special to. So this is uh, the Coca-Cola and also the posh. So before the Coca-Cola, we just give posh. Mm -hmm. Posh is like an alcohol that's exactly, made Exactly, exactly. Yeah. The posh is the alcoholic drink, the special alcoholic drink that we have here. So, but nowadays we have to give posh and Coca-Cola. But the posh, sorry, but the Coca-Cola is special because nowadays the chamanes believe that the Coca-Cola is a, like a medicine. Mm -hmm. So when you drink a little bit of Coca-Cola, and the, you know the Coca-Cola has gas, and when you brew it, Burp, so yes. it mm. means that you are taking out all the bad things in your body, mm -hmm. but which is not true, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so this is one thing that they drink a lot of Coca-Cola. But the other thing is that they, um, they consider that the Coca-Cola is like a status of the society. For example, if you, invite your friend or your girlfriend or when you get married you need to um, you need to give some uh, gift for the parents of the girl so the this first thing have to be coca-cola a lot of coca-cola for the family of the girl mm -hmm. so it means that you have a lot of money to to um, to get your family mm -hmm. yeah. so it's crazy to see that and also, um, if you are a boss for the people who are working with you, they, uh, they don't like pozol, for example, which is another traditional drink. Mm. They, they prefer Coca-Cola because it has a lot of sugar. Yeah. So it, has a lot, uh, it gives you a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. So they prefer one Coca-Cola. And mm. nowadays, uh, the Coca-Cola is like a drug. Like a drug, yeah. Mm. Because 
you you can't drink another thing in, uh, if not is one Coca-Cola. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is there uh, what what does it mean for the people? Is there like a lot of diseases because of yes. that? Yes, we have an special disease in the in the communities, and this is the the diabetes. And the diabetes is is the top one of disease here in Chiapas, especially in the high mountains, in the communities, in the villages, and especially in in Chamula too. Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. and also maybe uh, obesity as well. When you have, when you have like a lot of sugar all yes. the time, and so people yes. don't, don't eat so healthy uh -huh. and don't drink so healthy. Exactly, but um, they prefer one Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. But here, for example, we if before of the Coca Cola we had the pozol. The pozol was is made by the corn, so you need to grind the corn, and then you have the masa. Then you have to put water and with sugar. Mm -hmm. But it's more healthy, you mm. know. The corn is natural, so it gives you energy for the sugar, but the corn fills you enough. Mm -hmm. but is, there, is there like any uh, any programs um, or NGOs that ki uh, kind of or try to tackle that problem and, and go into yes, the communities? Yes, I know that the, uh, there are there are a lot of projects to to prevent that part of the diabetes, but. But the government usually doesn't care for this. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think we need uh, more education about that. Okay. But they know, the people who have diabetes, they know that was from, from the Coca-Cola. So nowadays, uh, they prefer, instead of Coca-Cola, water. Mm. Yeah. And we also heard there was some connection with like a former president and he mm -hmm. kind of worked for Coca-Cola like a couple, yes. couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the water that's used to make Coca-Cola also comes from yes. Mexico. So it's kind of this special role, I think. Mm -hmm. And I've seen like an, 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 an ad on television just yeah. yesterday from Coca-Cola. Well. And it was not about like selling Coca-Cola, but rather about like... Uh, how they recycle all their, uh, their, all their bottles pets. and how, <laughs> like how yes. good for, for the nature and for the environment mm -hmm. Coca-Cola is in a way. I know. Yeah. But it's probably also not so easy to convince the people in the villages that it's bad for them, right? Because it's so ingrained in their culture mm -hmm. and their like, everyday yes. life. It's difficult. It's yeah. difficult because they, they don't know. Also, they, they can't prevent that part. Mm. They have, the, uh, nowadays, the Coca-Cola is part of their culture. Mm. So if they like to prevent, another person doesn't like to prevent that. So they can invite you one Coca-Cola and it's, yeah. it's yeah. too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you see it in Germany, like, for example, like, I think like beer, the, like drinking beer yeah, is yeah. like very, very European and very German. Mm -hmm. and, um, they kind <laughs> of invented, they had like some inventions in like the 14th and 15th, uh, 15th hundreds and like laws for like the purity of beer yeah. and so it's very like in German culture everyone drinks beer kind of yeah and so I mean it, <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell yeah, everyone I mean, in Germany that you can't drink mm -hmm. beer because it's not good for you because it is not good for you in exactly. like big yeah. for example here we prefer instead of beer the posh mm. <laughs> more uh, natural um, and it's better I think yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we had some of that yes Okay, guys, okay, I don't yes. know if you have another question, uh, <laughs> another doubt. I'm very happy with all the answers now. Yes. Uh, what about you? No, thank you very much. No, thank for you your for time. your time. <laughs> no, thank you too. All the information. Thank you for this. Uh, so I hope that this information goes for every part that they need. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So every, for everyone who comes to um, comes to Chiapas and comes to San Cristobal, it's yes. a lovely city. Uh, <laughs> a bit colder in the mountains. So when, when yes. you when it was climate. too hot for you on the beach, just come here. Yes. And then uh, come, <laughs> yeah, and uh, give uh, Laura and her colleagues from Steps in San Cristobal uh, <laughs> a message and yeah, make some tortillas on your own and uh, drink some posh and learn yes. something about the culture. <laughs> Okay, okay, guys. So okay. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you have questions for us or our guests, or if you just want to see where we are right now and what we are up to, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee, Rice and Questions. Again, thanks for tuning in and stay curious.